0: Ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running, liftoff, we have a liftoff, 32 minutes
1: past the hour, liftoff on Apollo 11. It's a great day for America, everybody, whoosh! Great day for America. You know why it's a great day for America? Because you tuned into the Standing Brothers show, everybody. That's why it's a great day for America. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show, which I have just previously previously mentioned, and I won't mention again because, well, you're that's in the past, folks. Guys, how are you doing? I am Jacob Standridge. You can follow me on Twitter if you choose to do so on that on that bastion of um the the endless void. Um, basically if you've seen if you've seen the end of interstellar that is what uh Twitter is. You just fall into nothingness forever and ever never, and you are gone but you can follow me there at js underscore and I am joined as per always by my brother Joe it's hence st- hence the standing brother this is the. Br- this is correct
0: yes uh greetings salutations um i your reference to interstellar is is somewhat incorrect because at the end of the movie. No one is falling into a, the bottomless abyss.
1: That uh, that's not true. At the at the end of the movie, <clears throat> in the end of the movie, there at the at towards the, the end of the movie, in the third act of the film, whenever, whenever Matthew McConaughey falls into the black hole, yes, that's the re- that is the reference. But
0: he's fi- But he finds his way back home because he made a promise to his to his daughter that he would, he, would, he would return home.
1: That is like saying, hey, guys, at the end of um, Return of the Jedi, whenever Darth Vader dies, what, no, at the very end, he doesn't actually die. <laughs> or you could say... At the last credit scene, the or, last...
0: Or you could say the Emperor, because as we found out in the the, the abomination of, oh. of the Disney movies, the Emperor didn't actually die, or did he? Which kind... Or was he cloned?
1: He was cloned. He was cloned. He, he was so did cloned. he actually die? And I don't know. He wasn't. He was he was cloned. And it, it, by him existing, um, undoes all of the entire Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader arc is completely shattered by him existing.
0: Well, I, I well, I think the, the fact that Disney actually made Star Wars movies kind of undoes everything as far as the, the Star Wars canon goes but we can thank Kathleen Kennedy for, Kennedy for that and what are we even talking and Ryan about? this Johnson. is not
1: we are not we're not getting paid to talk about this enough
0: we're talking about getting, we're getting paid for any of this we're not getting paid for any of this um but anyway yes it's it's a good week had by all um do you want to get into the news yes
1: yeah hope you guys had a great weekend sorry for the no show on friday but you know finals week or is coming around and joe started to Joe has a new a new place of um employment, employment yes. that required him to not be here Friday. So
0: And I probably won't be here for Fridays uh henceforth. We shall see. We shall see. What
1: the Maybe um, maybe move the show to a Thursday or um we shall see what, what that as, all entails. As
0: Trump would say, we will leave you in suspense. I'll leave you
1: in suspense on this one. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of things to talk about. Um following up what we mentioned last week with uh Elon Musk, the uh the, um, the doge father himself, the president of Mars, the emperor of Mars, uh, the if you chancellor, to, the chancellor of Mars, the grand, the, the 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 Bismarck, the appointed, recognized prime minister of, of Mars. Um, Elon Musk is talking about buying Twitter. Mm. Uh, he had a again at the point of our last episode. We left you guys with him owning about nine point something in change of uh, of stock in Twitter. And ever since he put forth a bid, he put forth a bid last week to buy Twitter outright for 45-something billion um, dollars. And, you know, of course, this news breaking um, it piqued my interest to kind of venture back onto the bastion of um, avoid of nothingness, which is Twitter, to kind of see what some of the reaction is. Because I know there's a, there certain people on this website who um, – would not exactly have the most um, peachy uh, response to, the, to this, to say the least. Um, and, I, and, you know, so we will go over some of the bad takes. I, I've seen a bunch of bad takes from um, the Robert Reich's of the world, which, I mean, R- Robert Reich's Twitter account, if you follow or, or you retweet Robert Reich, you need, you need to really um, examine what you're doing with your life because uh, th- that man is just one bad take. Uh, over another um you could just if you made a parody account where it's robert Reich's bad takes you would just retweet every single tweet he's posted um that's 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 how bad this man is and and him and him him and elon musk have been have been going at it for some time uh, there was that famous bit um that robert rice tried to come out and say and attack him because you know um over the course of the pandemic elon's uh um his net worth went up by so much. That was mainly due to the fact that Tesla stock went up by so much. And, you know, Robert Rice did the, Oh, this is not fair because, you know, he's making all this money and his employees aren't making the same amount of money. Completely negating the fact that whenever you work for Tesla, you get stocks, like you get stock options. So, Whatever percentage increase he had, his employees also got a percentage increase. So, you, you know, so much for the for the you know some modern day Sir Robert Baron, which of course uh, Elon came back and saying, saying that that you're a modern day idiot, um, which was classy there by Mister by Mister Musk. But uh, I saw some other bad takes. I saw some takes of um, you know that supposedly we could cure um hunger and we can cure um, homelessness in America for uh, for a mere 45 billion dollars i don't know they that's a pretty quince pretty good coincidence or to pull those two numbers the exact same and some of these blue check mark leftists were saying oh my gosh we could elon could cure uh, homelessness and hunger in America but instead he wants to buy twitter and you know is that a stupid and bad take yes it is 100% a bad take um Because, you know, there was this other entity over the course of the last two years that has spent, you know, just a tad bit more than than $45 billion. Um, And the result of this spending has not exactly been, um, let's just say, successful. Um, The fact that the U.S. government spent what estimates are coming out over over two trillion dollars directly to covid um, related. Uh, relief, whether that be through loans or whether that be through subsidies for big pharma, um, coming to the bill of about two trillion dollars. So, you know, you're you're, you're pretty quiet um, whenever the government went and bailed out um, major companies and offered loans to companies that didn't need loans and fronted the bill for uh, the the most profitable a medical procedure in human history. Um, you, had, you had no issue with that. You know, the for a small sliver of that, you know, the government could have provided everybody health care. Could have provided everybody a square meal. Could have provided with everybody... A square um, deal. A square deal.
0: A new deal. A fair deal.
1: Yeah. No one's, no one's knocking on Capitol Hill saying, hey, why didn't you spend $45 billion to cure uh, homelessness and uh, hunger in America when, when you... Gave well more than that to Pfizer and Moderna to make this uh, medical procedure for everybody. You spent a, a drop in the bucket of the $45 billion. Uh, you saw just horrible, horrible takes like that. Um, and then you saw, you know, people complain on the other side. of Well, you know, uh, um, Elon Musk is, is a dictator because he's wanting to – to control speech he's wanting to uh, be the only man in charge when it comes to owning twitter and and then then he is going to police what people are allowed to say and he's going to be this great authoritarian when it comes to speech and the truth the truth joe with 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 elon musk in charge of twitter joe we, we won't know what the truth is
0: well i mean i was just reading robert Reich's a uh, little piece he wrote on elon potentially buying the tweety and uh you know he laments the fact that you know he was blocked by elon because he was saying stupid and annoying things about him and uh he as he says that uh musk continues to tell his 80 million followers all sorts of things i disagree with many of his positions but ever since i posted a tweet two years ago criticizing him for how he treated his tesla workers he has blocked me so i can't view or post criticisms uh T- tweets to his father seems like an odd move for someone who describes himself as a free speech absolutist <laughs> musk advocates for free speech and right but he's all just about power no uh blocking some blocking someone like you who was really just a um mm, uh wh- what's the word uh it, r- it rhymes with tick um for, to block someone like you who's just spouting just absolute falsities about in uh, just absolute just nonsense in outright lying about how he treats his employees and things that, in he, that you, uh, he has done. Uh, Robert Reich, I don't think you've ever gotten anything right in your life. So, yes, you ha- Elon has every right to block tics like you um, from, <laughs> from commenting on their
1: stuff, if they so choose. And making bad commentate, yeah. and making bad takes. So
0: if someone is making uh, comments on your Tweety post that you don't like – That's not, it's not against free speech to block them. It, much the same way, if you're talking to someone in a in a restaurant, and some rando comes up to you and says, "Well,
1: I disagree with you. You have every right to get up and leave." <laughs> okay, this is the same argument. Of, you know I, If a telemarketer calls, same, you don't have to answer no, no, the this phone. This is the same argument of you're you're at the grocery store, and some idiot is like is like you have bad takes. I don't like you. Your shirt's red. Red's racist or whatever. And Elon is doing the same thing of just walking away. This is all – or he's doing the, please don't talk to me, talk to the hand. That's all he's doing. Yeah. Please leave me alone. And the other thing that I saw as well was the whole – that people try to continue using this stupid argument for whatever reason that that Elon has gone after um, uh, certain people who – former employees at Tesla or SpaceX. because they've disclosed secrets or they've said something they're not supposed to say once they leave the company. It, it never, no, never minding the fact that um, many c- companies that have um, leading technology uh, usually have NDAs because they don't want that information getting out to competitors. This is pretty standard. NDAs are pretty standard. Now, you can argue the, the, eth- the um, ethical... Um, implications of of going after somebody, fine. But you, you, he didn't hold a gun to their head and said, "Hey, you have to sign this NDA, um, or, else, or, or else I'm going to shoot you or something." You know, people willingly entered this agreement to to work for this company in exchange that they don't go out and and, and give out trade secrets. Which some of these Tesla employees have have done, or they said things they're not supposed to do. So, what happens when you break an NDA? They're going to come after you legally. Pretty standard stuff. Is that a violation of free speech? If 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 that is your example of somebody um, not being for free speech because they had and because they signed an NDA and broke it, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the argument here.
0: Well, there was also the case of the the college student who was tracking his private jet. Yes. Um, and how you know Elon did the horrible thing of trying to you know bribe him, saying please don't do this anymore. And then he later blocked him. How that's a violation of free speech. Uh, I'm sorry, but Mr. Robert Reich, if someone was tracking your every move in your car, would you not be a little I don't know offended by that? Of course, anybody would. And then there's always well, you know he tweeted about how he was going to take Tesla private and how this was a violation of the law. How is that
1: a, how is that a violation how is that of the
0: law? A, how is that a violation of free speech?
1: If if Elon goes into the marketplace and buys up all the remaining shares off of people and takes Tesla private, how is that a violation? Of free speech? Yeah. I'm, or I'm, anything? I'm, 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 I'm struggling here.
0: Uh, there was also the, you know, he tweeted that children were essentially immune from COVID and that he was pushing cryptocurrency that he was invested in. Um, so was basically any of those, you know, people on TikTok who are the, you know, the investors on TikTok. You can go on any social platform during the, during the pandemic, and everyone was talking about cryptocurrencies they're investing in, or um, real estate, or whatever stuff they were investing. In. There is there are whole accounts and YouTube channels solely devoted to giving financial advice. Like there was this one that you and I watched. What they said the Dogecoin is going to go to three thousand. Yeah, three thousand
1: dollars, which would have made it and buy Dogecoin right now. Which at a three thousand dollar Dogecoin, I think that actually had the. I actually had a, it was the value of it was more than Apple, Microsoft, Google. No, more, more more than Alphabet, Microsoft, Apple, and Tesla combined was yes. the yes. Yeah, so yeah, Dogecoin gonna have a right. larger market cap than the five largest companies in so America. So this
0: this idea that he was you know pushing cryptocurrencies to invest in it, well everybody does that. Everybody does that with it. anyone who has social media one time or another has said, hey, I bought this cryptocurrency. currency. It's it's in the shape of a pizza. Hey, you should look at it, too. It's only, you know, one-tenth of a cent right now. Get in on it. Ground look floor.
1: Up, look, and I'm not going going to um, defend that. I think that people who do push cryptocurrencies, I I, I, I think that's not a very good thing to do. I no, think. They're, they're definitely hustlers, the uh, people I, that push think, NFTs the same way. Yeah, exactly. I think that, which is pretty funny, um, just to show the NFT. Remember the very first tweet? So Jack Dorsey's yeah. tweet how it sold for three million dollars, whatever. Do you know that it recently sold again? You know how much it sold for?
0: Like less than three hundred dollars. Yeah, like three hundred bucks. Yeah, it's, it's just it's amazing. Sh- it's amazing. You love to see it.
1: Um, that finally we're seeing the fact that maybe this NFT craze can finally die and the fad that no it is. no one wants a picture of bored apes.
0: Although I did see that people were, have figured out a way to uh, if you take a screenshot. You uh, can it, it blurs mince... the image. It, they'll blur the image, and it's like, well, I think there are ways around that. Yeah, there
1: are ways around that. You can just you can just copy and paste it or something. But then
0: again, though, why right click it? But then again, why would I want to buy something that I don't want that has no value?
1: That's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy, man. <laughs> I'm crazy. Um, but yeah, you have comparisons to him being a well a, and, a dictator. It, later and... in the
0: article, he, he tried to link um, uh, Elon Musk with Trump and Putin. Uh, that's Musk's dream, and Trump's, and Putin's. They dream that, uh, and the dream of every dictator, strongman, demagogue, and modern-day robber baron on Earth. For the rest of us, it's just it would be a Brave New World nightmare, because you know, Elon Musk and Trump want to control the internet. But right. what's funny?
1: What's funny about
0: that? Because we can't. Because ha- rich people can't control the internet, Jacob.
1: <clears throat> what's funny about this is the fact that. Um, they're, they're all up in arms, all up in arms about, uh, Elon Musk owning Twitter, which Twitter is a big outlet for a lot of information, but it's not like the only outlet of information. There are many other places to get in, to get info and to get facts, um, on the internet, but they're, but, 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 but they're acting like I literally saw a tweet that said that what's happening right now is what was happening in Um, The Weimar Republic before Hitler took over. Right.
0: Because Elon Musk is Hitler.
1: Yeah, because Elon Musk buying Twitter is the same thing as a dictator turning a republic or whatever the Weimar Republic was at the time into a totalitarian state, into a fascist state completely the same thing. Completely yep. the same thing. The guy that owns a rocket company and an and a in a in a EV company is the same as Hitler he taking over Jews. Germany. <laughs> the same thing. Well, what I
0: love is the just the outright racism towards this African American man.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Even
0: though he looks white, he's he's an immigrant. He's from South Africa. He's an African American. So, the outright racism towards this man is just, it's, it's uncanny. I can't. The idea that you would call a black a man from Africa uh, Hitler is just it's beyond me, it's beyond stupid. Um, then the other thing that I think
1: these people need need to do a little bit of self check. Maybe maybe they have some internalized racism that they need to get yeah. out. That maybe secretly they just don't like African Americans and they just they don't want them they don't want them to see them succeed. You know what this is, Joe? This is Jim Crow America, and they're keeping African Americans down from from being entrepreneurs and succeeding in this country. That's
0: right. That's exactly what they're doing. So the Twitter board, the what's left of them have decided that the uh, they're not, not going to let this go forward. So they adopt this thing called a poison pill. And I'm not 100% sure on how all this works. But essentially what it does is that to prevent someone like an Elon Musk from going in and buying up the rest of the, of the available shares, they will start to issue new shares at a lower price to counteract uh, Musk being allowed to come in and just buy up the whole thing. Um, and then what's, what's great about this whole thing is is that Jack Dorsey denounced the Twitter board. He said he's leaving, and he's going to give up his 2% stake in the company. So essentially, the board of directors of Twitter own, I think between all of them, like less than 2%. So less than 2%, and Elon Musk has almost 10%. And so Elon took to the Tweety, and he said, Wow, with Jack departing, the Twitter board collectively owns almost no shares. Objectively, their economic interests are not are simply not aligned with shareholders. So, with Jack Dorsey saying, "Yeah, these people—they're crazy," you know, they're crazy. They—they're um, they're not following their interests. This—the CEO and the founding CEO is leaving, saying all these things. You have Elon saying all these things about how they're—they're they're acting crazy and they're not in the interest of their shareholders. That kind of makes you think, okay, well, um, well, then who are they? <laughs> Who? What are they? What? What exactly are they doing? What are these? What are the what are they, the board of directors actually doing? Because they know it's a dying platform.
1: Well, he, well, he even has a, a a tweet that he put up where it's 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 the top ten most followed accounts, and the fact that if you go on all these accounts, there's little to no one's posting anything on these accounts. Yeah, and the fact that Taylor Swift has not posted in three months, Justin Bieber hasn't posted in a whole year. You, 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 these are supposed to be the most popular, followed people. Now, even though I hate platforms like TikTok and I despise platforms like Instagram, the most followed people on TikTok and Instagram post a lot. They post regularly because it's the it's the it's the there, are they those are sort of thriving platforms with with engagement. This it can't be said the same thing on Twitter.
0: Yeah, so. Um, According to the SEC, the 14 executive officers and directors own 2.7% of the company's share. Other 2.7%, Jack Dorsey, the uh, CEO-turned-board chair, uh, owns 2.4%, and the others own only 0.3%. So of the other 13 executive officers and directors, they only own 0.3% of shares. So what ground do they have to stand on? Not much, and I don't know if you saw this or not, Jacob. But uh, there was a, supposedly a, sh- a major shareholder uh, from the uh, the one of the, the, the the Saudi crown prince or whatever mm-hmm. the, the the good prince over there in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. said that he disapproved of what Musk was trying to do, um, and we were all told that he's a major shareholder. Although he forgot to mention that he sold all of his shares in 2019.
1: Yeah, it's just great. I. I mean, it's looking like it's looking less and less likely that he's actually going to be able to pull through with this right now. I mean, that all could change, uh, you know, the, the people who have an issue with with Elon Musk. And look, am I am I thrilled that one man w- will be in control of of an entire platform the size of in the scope of Twitter? Not necessarily like it wouldn't be ideal for me. Um, but you know, I think that he generally does have just from his tweets and just in the past few um, weeks after that, he you know, he he expresses the issues going on right now, and he expresses the fact that here you know he posted a, a, a poll, a UGov poll of um, trusted, into media outlets um, based on different demographics and where you lean politically, and it's shocking to see that. Y- you know um with the exception of <laughs> what the weather <laughs> oh yeah the weather channel no
0: 69.420% of statistics are false
1: that's him for you. No, but I mean, it is pretty funny that on the top of the list, the Weather Channel only fifty percent of uh, of um, Republicans trust the Weather Channel, <laughs> and only sixty one percent of Democrats trust the Weather Channel. The weather is fake. I've seen the Truman, I've seen the Truman Show, but it it is kind of shocking to see how you oh, have man. this giant split. Like if you look at CBS, you know, less than twenty percent of Republicans, and you know. F- Something 39% of uh, U.S. adults. Now, as someone who has a strong distaste for the corporate press and the media of this country, I see this as, as a good thing. But I see what his point is here. I see what he's trying to say, is that people generally don't trust these these media outlets, and rightfully so. I don't think there's really any reason to um, go out and, and to support. I like think it's CNN, 10% of Republicans actually trust CNN. I think that's, it's, way th- that's 10%, that's, that's too, 10% many. too high. Um, uh, to, to the people out there who, who have a... Who are falling into this this uh, um, delusion of of him being a dictator? Um, you know, I I, I will say um, not that not that I hold people accountable for the for their past actions, but I'll hold them accountable for their current actions. If you are this outraged about Elon Musk owning Twitter, I hope you are as outraged about Bill Gates being the largest landowner <laughs> in the in, in, in the entire country. Yeah. Just think, let's put, let's put these. On the on, on playing field, Elon Musk owning a social media company or Bill Gates being the largest landowner in the country, which one do you think has a bigger impact on people's lives on the, on, on the large scale of things?
0: Or you get these investment uh, holding companies like BlackRock and Vanguard Group; they own almost all the real estate.
1: Yes, you have that. No one's. I'm not hearing any tweets about that. Or the fact that not even that long ago. Another big billionaire owned, bought the second largest newspaper in the world or in America. I'm not sure the world, but in America, the Washington post, Jeff Bezos owns the the Washington post. So just, just keep that in mind whenever you write and you see anything coming out of the Washington post, that's not really an opinion piece. Uh, just, just be mindful on what you're seeing because you know, do you think that maybe Jeff Bezos has any say of what goes on there, at the Washington Post? It's possible, but you know, no one, no one's outraged about that. And I, and I know that you know, Bezos is, isn't beloved by the left and isn't belovedly really by anybody. He's kind of seen more as um, uh, evil, more, neutral, more neutral towards evil than both sides. But you know, where's the anger? Where's the outrage? Where's the well, where's the calls for dictatorship and controlling narratives? Um, cause, cause, you know that if Elon Musk were to go out and buy the New York times, you people would be outraged saying, oh, you should not change the, the paper of reference. And where is the outrage for, for, uh, Bezos doing the same exact thing?
0: Well, I mean, if you're Robert Reich, if your net worth is above a billion dollars, he's, he automatically hates you and thinks you're evil and you steal from everyone else. Um, but I think with the difference with like with Elon Musk or the difference between with Bezos and, um, Bill Gates and all these other guys is that, well, they told the the establishment line. Yeah. They will say whatever the mainstream is saying. The difference is Elon Musk doesn't do that. He is an eccentric billionaire who cannot, who will not be controlled by anyone but himself. And that's the dangerous part. is because that's the reason why all these media outlets are freaking out. Like little Brian Stelzer is having a seizure right now (laughs) because of what Elon Musk is doing. Because he knows that the people, the people love Elon. The, pe- the, people, uh, the the people, the the everything that Elon touches turns to gold, and they can't stand that for a second. That someone as successful as him could create a successful platform that actually follows the ideas of free speech and allowing everyone on there. And you know, you you can say anything you want inside the law. You can't incite violence. You can't, uh, you know, you can't post things that hurt that physically are 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 um. Uh, financially it will hurt people. You can't do that kind of stuff. But other than that, you know, it's 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 fair game, right? The establishment doesn't like that because, well, they are the ones who control the who control the messaging, who control the 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 populace, as it were. Well, if Elon controls Twitter, well, that ain't going to happen. In the horror, the horror, of the of the possibility that Trump could be back on the Tweety, that Alex Jones <laughs> could be back on the Tweety, just. Makes them just want to come unglued.
1: I so hope I will be there. I will be there to welcome you back. I'll be like, Welcome back, Dad. (laughs) Cheeto. Welcome back, Cheeto. President Cheeto. Mr. Cheeto, Cheeto yourself. Um, Yeah, well, I guess we'll see what happens and we'll keep you up to date on that. Other big breaking news, folks. Breaking news. We have some major news. The fact that. that the mask mandate, it it might be over, it might be done, it might be over, it might might be done. Um, here we have breaking news, and this actually came from my phone. I was sitting at work, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I did the oh snap." Yeah. Here we go. Um. So as of today, I think happened actually happened today. Uh, there was a, a Florida federal a, a a federal judge out of Florida, isn't that right? Yeah but it came out of the state of Florida where a judge um yeah okay, here 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 we go a um yeah a federal judge ruled that they rejected the CDC's two more week um, mask mandate extension for for um transportation airlines trains buses all that kind of fun stuff so it the federal the federal judge struck it down The state of Florida is no longer recognizing it and the fact that the C D C dropped it themselves. The C D C caved. The C D C is dropping the last remaining mask mandate on public transportation. And the fact that we also have I just got an update from the New York Times that six major airlines are dropping the mask mandates.
0: The uh, US district US District Judge Katherine Kimball Mizzle, I'm sure I get that wrong. In Tampa. Great, great place. Uh, said the CDC had failed to adequately explain its reasons for man for the mandate, and it did not allow public comment, in violation of federal procedures for issuing new rules. Uh, she was also appointed by by Donnie. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I don't I don't understand how this stuff gets tied up in court, right? Because if this thing gets tied up in court and it lasts for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they're deciding over a two-week mandate that has been. That has been eclipsed by a week. What's the point? Like, yeah, what's, the, what's what is the point what
1: this? is two more weeks going to do? We are we are two and a half years. We're all, we're we are almost two years into this. Yeah, no, we are two years we're, into
0: this. We are we're back to fourteen days to slow the yeah, spread. Yeah, seriously. So I don't understand what exactly this is going to do. In place, in many places, COVID is on the decline. There, is, some numbers are escalating in some places, but. That's always going to be the case, and as the good doctor told us, Doctor Fauci, he said it's time for us to live with this. So, for the people who are, who are, you know, for the basement dwellers who are about to lose their minds over this, well, it's over, and it's been over for a long time. This was, and this was just a, just this, this is the last shoe to drop, the last thing to fall. Whatever you want, whatever analogy you want to use, but it's over. Um, even in uh, Bill Maher's new stand-up routine, which was. Um, kind of funny kind of a lot of trump jokes and a lot of stupid trump jokes but it's bill maher and he was saying that you know he had a lot of off-color jokes about masks and stuff and you know he says that you know i when i see young people wearing masks outside by themselves i just want to go up and punch them (laughs) and when you see these people driving in the car by themselves wearing a mask you're like stop you don't have this is no no one's doing this anymore and you know it's it's so good to see all these states just finally giving up on it, just
1: just let let it die. Yeah, but you're seeing, as I said, some of the some of the basement dwellers here. So zero hedge is great because they, they they will pull tweets um, to kind of support their point, and they'll put it in there. So here we go. Here is a blue check checkmark um, who is was, who was outraged that the anti science decision. They tweeted out saying hi at at you at united airlines when i bought my tickets for me my wife who is pregnant and our unvaccinated four-year-old Thank you i assumed you would continue to have a mask mandate now you have canceled it and we'll have to board our return flight home under your no mask requirement policy thanks so much well, that's nice. She's thanking them. <laughs> or I'm well, sorry, I mean, he's thanking them. Sorry, well, uh, didn't mean to assume their gender.
0: Well, um, well, you can still wear one if you want to.
1: But Joe, other people, other people are not wearing one, and because the because the mask mandate's gone, that means you're not allowed to wear one. You can't wear a mask. It's over.
0: The the flight attendants will come around and take them off your face. If
1: you wear a mask on a flight, they will freaking Air Force One you out of the <laughs> get out off of my get plane. off my plane. They will they will kick you off the plane. And you know what they'll do? they will do? They he's tweeting at United. They will they will straight up United flight you off. They <laughs> knock you on drag you. Yes, take that mask off. No, that's it. You're coming out.
0: <laughs> that was so great.
1: That's what they'll do. That's what it means now. Because because the mask mandate is gone, that means you are not allowed to wear a mask anymore. That's what it means. That, to these people, that's what it, that's what it feels like to them. Folks, nothing is stopping you. From wearing ten masks, a visor, a CDA suit from Monsters Inc., and a freaking um, Bubble um Boy. yeah, Bubble Boy, and the holographic shield around you, all wrapped up in a Big Daddy suit from from a Bioshock and an underwater um diving bell. You can wear all of that on a flight if you wanted to. Um, no one's stopping you. Um, you just have you just don't have to um force everybody else to, to do that as well. That's all this is doing. Um, you know, if you really think that the mask protects you so much, then why not keep wearing one? And you know, what's so funny is that I'm assuming these people are vaccinated. Why don't you trust your vaccine, bro? Thank you. Why, why don't you trust the thing that we're all supposed to take also all supposed to to protect us. And as far as your four year old, um, the statistics are pretty good for them. Um, just, just going off of the fact that I think at four years old, you got a better chance of drowning in a pool. Than um, having serious complications with it, and that that was back under Delta and the alpha strands. so it's definitely much better now. But you know, I think this is over, and I think that um, so many companies like the Disneys of the world and like these other travel companies who have uh, transportation services um, for 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 their for their business are gonna have very 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 loose footing now. To fall on because I know that Disney's big thing with the because the last remaining mask thing at Disney was the buses, the the monorails, and the boats or whatever, um, and they cited, well you know it's the CDC's recommendation that on transportation that you that you have to wear one. Um, well now that it's gone, I. Uh, They're going to have have a hard time uh, justifying this other than, well, this this, this is what we want to do. Because the longest time, it was they fell back on some kind of government recommendation, some kind of CDC recommendation. Now that there's no more recommendation, they're going to have a hard time finding a a serious justification uh, justification for it. There is none. Yeah. Well, I I mean, there never was one. But now that now they can't fall behind the federal government, what are you going to fall on now? And also what does this mean for other businesses who cite um, the CDC as saying, oh, well, you know, if if your company still wears a mask or your place at place a work store wears a mask, people will say, well, why are we still wearing one? They say, well, it's the CDC's, it's a CDC's um, it's a recommendation that we wear a mask. Um, the, the, now that the CDC stopped recommending it a long time ago and then they only had it for transportation – which again makes absolutely zero sense that that you know you you can be in a movie theater with people for an hour and a half, or you can be on a bus with people for twenty minutes, and um, and you um one is one is recommended, so one is reckon one is recommended, and the other is not. I find that to be funny and a bit peculiar, but I guess they can't regulate every single movie theater. Um, have one, I, I do find that funny, but again, that we are. This is must might be the final nail in the coffin, unless they just find some other reason because because I mean yes yes cases have been upticking, but when we're talking about like people say oh well cases are up they're up you know twenty percent Jacob we have to be careful and look out and then if you take the yeah, cases are up twenty percent. But if you look at, oh, I'm pulling a map up here. But if you look at the last thirty days of this twenty percent, it's like, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's plateauing.
1: I mean, like, yes, cases have been going up in the last thirty days. But when you compare it to the last three months, are, are we really? Because there was a there was a there was a a, a piece up on the New York Times where it said, you know, um, you know, the cases are rising, but yet. This judge struck it down, or something like that. This is no time to to stop. Um, as as Philadelphia, you know, is the state that or city that that brought back um, their, mask mandate. their mask mandate because they had cases rising. Which again, you know, yes, I checked the cases and they were rising. But look at the culmination. Even if you go to um, what Philadelphia, or I sorry Philadelphia, go, go, go to Pennsylvania's um, COVID cases here. I mean what are we doing folks okay yes they they've gone up you've gone from an average of 600 to an average of 1100 over the entire um state of Pennsylvania but yeah we're g- we're going to bring the mask mandate back and if you look at the last 3 months it hasn't even you can hardly tell a difference because of how high they were but yeah let's just bring back the mask mandate which which may or may not have any sort of effect on the spread of covid when it comes to a public setting which uh i think there's i think when this is all said and done you're going to find that there was little to no evidence to support that mass masking of everybody wearing one over the course of an entire population should little to no effect um people like to say oh well you know jacob they had a controlled test on a dummy and whenever they uh, shot particles of vapor. It stopped it. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not negating the scientific findings of that. I'm just saying that nobody is wearing the mask and no one is wearing it how they're supposed to. And look, I, I see people every day at my job who wear these filthy, dirty masks that I know they're not wearing properly because you know how you're supposed to do this? I know this is we're, we're, we are we are late in the game here, but whenever you touch it, you, you got to throw it away <laughs> whenever you contaminate it with anything on your hands when you fidget when you mess with it you got to throw it away because it's it's been contaminated it's like Schlitz if you, it, you it's like it yeah if you sneeze or you cough into your mask and then you go to adjust it you got to throw that away because you've just you just moved it from the fabric to your hand i i don't i don't so so yes everybody wearing one I, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to show that it had little to no effect. And people are like, oh, and it reduced by like 5%. That's that, that's not what we were told. <laughs> we were told, you know, like 90% effective, 80% effective. If it's anything other than that, then, then I was proven right. And I will definitely take the over on that one, my friends.
0: Yeah. But, you know these people are going to hold on as long as they can and you know six months to a year from now we're going to look back and i was watching a documentary today uh was a spacex documentary and it was they were going back a couple years ago uh like in 2020 when covid first hit and you see all these people wearing masks I'm like we're, we're going to look back at this and say man did we really do that do we really just waste you know a year year and a half of our lives worrying about this stupid virus we, we looking back we're gonna, look, we're gonna look at pictures of family gatherings and whatnot with everyone's wearing their mask we're like like man <laughs> like 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 i can't believe we did that look back yeah. on it with, with regret so
1: or look back at it at the or are we gonna look back at it at the the time that we stole away from the young people the young folk the young folks yes um Something big that you want to talk about that's going on right now in uh, the State Department and the Defense Department. You said it's oh, going on very pretty big. Not
0: not necessarily the State Department or Defense Department, but uh, a good old Senator Chris Coons from he's a Democrat from Delaware uh, signaled that he wants you he wants to send U.S. troops into Ukraine to fight Russia. In an interview on Sunday, when pressed about the issue, Coons said uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin will only stop when we stop him.
1: What are you trying to say there?
0: What exactly does that mean, Chris Coons? Um, uh, He says that Coons said that the Biden administration and Congress should come to a common position about when we are willing to go to the next step and send not just arms but troops to aid in defense of Ukraine. If the answer is never, then then we are inviting yet another level of aggression and brutality by Putin. So unless Americans are act- actively dying in what, 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 what would be the Third World War, which if you look, ask Russia or these other people, they say it's already started, and you've got Biden calling uh, Putin a war criminal. He's committing genocide in Ukraine, all of these things. Um, and he sa- he also says that the American people cannot turn away from this tragedy in Ukraine. I think the history of the 21st century turns on how first we defend freedom in Ukraine and that Putin will only stop when we stop him. Uh, no one's defending freedom in Ukraine. The Ukrainians aren't defending their own freedom. That's not what's going on. Zelensky is not a freedom fighter. Uh, the Russians aren't fighting for freedom. The United States isn't fighting for freedom. No one's fighting for freedom. And if anything, uh, the by us going in to fight the Russians in Ukraine, we would be losing our own freedom. We're already losing our own economic freedom right now. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, Glenn Greenwald was t- as tag. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Adam Kingsinger Kingsinger uh, Kinsinger. Kinzinger, uh, the ultra hawk who has been one of the biggest proponents of the, the no fly zone. I uh, also said that it's time to understand that Ukraine must win, and negotiation is not in the cards at the at the moment. Our generations are getting a lesson that our grandparents understood the only way to de- to defeat evil is to destroy it. Then Glenn Greenwald was linked in this article. Uh, he was saying, he's linked to this article saying that read Freddie DeBoer on how, why the most bipartisan trans ideological lockstep U.S. consensus in decades has arisen over the war in Ukraine and the U.S. role in it, and the reasons why uh, there is less space for any debate or dissent since 2002. Since and the article he linked to was people just want to feel good about war again. Yeah, they do. Uh,. And, you know, Coons also uh, was quoted saying that what's going to happen next in is that we are going to see Ukraine turn into Syria. Um, (laughs) Whose fault was that? I don't know who exactly. uh, I don't I don't I don't don't think Syria is anywhere near the Ukraine. But the thing is, is that, okay? so, you know, we're we're being bombarded with this nonsense of the U.S. getting involved in the Ukraine. And we're actively being sucked dry of our economic wealth because of inflation. The inflation numbers came out just a couple weeks ago. like Came out last week, 8.2. 8.2%, 8.5%. Now the Mm -hmm. Fed is signaling that that they're going to do a uh, 25 basis points raise in interest rates. Um, So it it, it seems... Will they be able to
1: do that? That's the question. Well,
0: that's what they're signaling. So if it's anything... You know, above that's going to be chaos. But if it's if it, it might come in below that, who knows what actually happen? But you know, if they raise the interest rates to help fight inflation, which again, a twenty five basis point raise in interest rates isn't going to do jack squat. It's not, it's
1: not, a, it's not enough.
0: If you want to fight inflation, you have to raise percentage levels, like like four and five
1: percent, like Paul Volcker levels. Yeah.
0: You know, they were. I was listening to Bob Murphy and Jeff Dyson. They were talking about in the uh, in the late seventies, early eighties, uh, the average interest rate for a mortgage was like eighteen percent, and that's when Paul Volcker was trying to fight the Carter administration's inflation. Eighteen percent for uh, a mortgage for a house. You know what it is right now? It's less than five percent.
1: It's about. It's a. It's a little bit about five percent actually. It's
0: okay. So it's right around five percent. I actually tell you. So right that way. that's a huge chasm of a gap. That's good. That is felt. But it seems like that the people in charge are actively trying to trying to foment some kind of revolution because 75 there was a Tucker Carlson put a poll up uh, this evening and said 75 percent of the American people oppose the U.S. directly getting involved in the war. Seventy five percent. And everyone's feeling the pain of inflation and we're all feeling the 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 idiocy of the of the Biden administration. Even lots of Democrats are admitting that, yeah, this was a mistake. So we're feeling all these things, and they're telling us, "Well, we have to go to war." The inflation is because of Putin, which it isn't. That—that's the oh gosh. So it, it feels like they're actively trying to foment some kind of revolution in America. Now, I don't, I can't, I don't, I don't. Um, this is not Alex Jones tinfoil hat kind of stuff, but it certainly feels that way. That all of these things are happening for a reason, and it's not by it's not by accident, it's not by mistake it can't be you can't you can't you know we can't have this conflict in the Ukraine inflation and then blame it all on Putin for for nothing for no reason at all Like this is happening for a reason and I can't quite I can't put my thumb on exactly what it is but it, it certainly feels like they're trying to foment some kind of revolution one way or another and I the Democrats think that maybe the de- maybe, maybe what this is is that the Democrats are trying to find a way to win in November, and they think, oh well, Russia bad, Putin bad, Republicans bad, that'll help us win. Well, doesn't <laughs> look like that's going to happen. No, doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, and again, though, I was thinking about this the other day, and I my point my the thing about the 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 midterm elections coming up here in the, just a couple of months. Like six months, I guess. Um, even if the Republicans sweep the House and the Senate, and in, in also in the states and local levels, um, I have no confidence that they will do anything. Because if you because repl- if you just bring in people like more Lindsey Graham's and um, uh, and like Liz Cheney's, you haven't really done anything. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, it's fine if they if they retake the House, retake the Senate. Fine, whatever. But unless you're bringing in Thomas Massey's and Mike Lee's and Ted Cruz's on every other Wednesday, um, you know, that's actually going to foment change. Because if you're just bringing in people who are carbon copies of Lindsey Graham, who are Democrat, you know, lights, I guess, LTE or whatever, um, you really it's not going to do anything. That won't change anything. So, you know. People will say, listen, it's the red wave. But if it's a red wave of Lindsey Graham's, nothing, will, yeah, nothing change. will change. So, you know, go out, have your fun, you know, pull the lever for red. Better dead than red, I guess, or better red than dead or whatever. Um, you know, it's fine. If it makes you feel better. But I can guarantee you nothing's going to change. And Bill Maher said something the other night that I thought was so profound, even for him, <laughs> is that, you know... You know, the Republicans pay great lip service to balancing the budget and the debt. But none of them have ever cared about spending. And it's true. No Republican ever has ever cared about spending uh, at all. Because if they did, they would be holding up every vote. They'd be shutting the government down at every turn Mm -hmm. if they really cared about it. But when Trump was in office, you know how Trump said in the first omnibus bill, you know, I'm never gonna sign one of these again. well, he did End just a couple signing months more. later Sign more so I'm not saying that to discourage voting or to you know don't go vote for the next Thomas Mass that's not what I'm saying, but just keep in mind though don't give your hopes up and don't and don't think that don't think that you know that that just because this guy you know says the right things he's gonna actually gonna do the right things, but I don't know who I'm rambling i'm I'm not saying no anything. I think
1: you're making a lot of sense I think that especially whenever we look at um the issues going on. I mean, like here in here in the state of Georgia, I think there's a lot of people who are really just fed up with the with the soft Republicans who were supposed to um, usher in all this change, and they're just not, and they're not actually um, governing like what like what they ran on. I think you're going to see a lot of people um, break away, maybe from the Republicans. I'd like to see that. Hopefully,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, and. You know, there's a lot of news right now about states banning abortion, like Oklahoma. Uh, DeSantis signed, like I, th- I think it's a 15 week ban on abortion in mm-hmm. Florida. In
1: um, uh, Kentucky, did as well. I, I think, think
0: Kentucky did it as well. then Of course, there was the case down there in Texas. And this is really only happening because this is a handful, a handful of people who are making the right decisions. Now, as far as states banning abortion, this has been my position since ever. I said why wait on the supreme court to make a decision yeah that you know may or may not happen so this a state like oklahoma texas florida they have every right to ban abortion limited as much as they want that's always been my position it's, it's it's fun it's it's great to see it's it's so fantastic to see these states who have been listening to this show i know uh i know Greg Abbott, the, the governor of Oklahoma, Ron DeSantis, they've been listening to me. They've been reading my emails. They've been reading my text messages. I've been knocking on the door of all my representatives who live in these areas saying, hey, stop waiting on the, on the Supreme Court. Just do the dang thing yourself. And they've finally taken me up on, on, on my advice. So that's, that's, that's always been my position is that the states don't have to wait on the federal government to do literally anything. Because there's nothing that says that that, that states can't uh, have their own laws uh, with respect to abortion. That's always been the case, and it's 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 in what it, what it has been. It's been weak Republicans who have have decided to sit on their hands and do nothing. But what happens is we have strong leaders like a Desantis or these others who say, you know what, enough's enough. This is a li- a literal life and death issue. We're going to take a stand. This is what happens. The pro-life movement marches on, and it's not just some march they have in D.C. where Nick Sandman gets crucified in the public square because he smiled at a Native American banging a drum. No, it's it's actual action. But anyway,
1: yeah, I think I don't think I don't think you could have said it any better than than myself. So yeah, that's that's really what that's really all all that I got for the for the episode for the show. Um anything else that you wanted to touch on or uh, That's it. Yeah. So you know, um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you listened to, um consider uh joining the website, Patreon, five bucks a month, get your early access to every single episode. You can also buy a t-shirt at our Teespring store, and you can subscribe to my Substack, Liberty dot I'm going to include also the linked tree, so you can find all the links down there as well. And to also to my Album of the Year profile was down there as well. We can hang out. We can talk about some music there. And, yeah, I'm not sure what Friday's episode is going to look like. We are about to go out of town tomorrow morning. So um, we we'll be, be looking for that. Um, I would say check... I would say check for a photo, but hey, I don't have anywhere to post no it. Photos to check. No, photos to, no photos to check.
0: Well, you could write a little substack piece on it, I mm. guess.
1: I did a, last year when we went, we went to Tampa. I re- wrote a little piece saying, hey, it was nice to celebrate a sold-out arena of people who just were, were happy to to be together, regardless of all the, the insanity of all of that. Hope you guys had a great great weekend. I know that I had a very busy weekend. And, you know, I hope you guys have a great week this week. Um, if you, you can shoot me an email, dot com is where you can reach me there. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I still do check Twitter about every day to every other day. I just kind of – I go on there for – I go on there just making sure that no one's messaged me or um, I don't have any, any – um, some notifications or anything. And then I kind of – move along you peruse I, i've been checking it more here recently because of the whole thing with elon i've just been really um interested to see what he's been saying because honestly people take whatever he's going to say out of context a lot so i uh i look for that i'm also posting whatever substack on to twitter now more and more so if you wanted to see um if you want to see what, what i'm writing on the substack you can also can can click click the link there as well but yeah that's that's the show everybody um Joe anything any any final any any parting words for our humble troops nope that's it all right well we'll see you guys the next time good until good then goodbye on the ground got a bunch of guys about to turn
0: blue we're breathing again thanks a lot.